I accidentally watched two movies, and I've been bloated and gassy for five days now, so screw it. We're talking Ralph Breaks the Internet and Bolt on today's... We're not affiliated with Netflix. Hey, welcome to KidFlix, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman, and this show is not for kids, so turn this off and chug coffee to stunt your growth and speed up your metabolism. Those are both very real things that I did as a youthful man, and but that's that's regardless of what we're talking about today. So, elephant in the room, getting it out of the way. Yes, I know, this episode is uh, uh, over a day late, and I apologize for that, Um as I said in my intro, I am very bloated and gassy still, and that fallout from Thanksgiving, boy oh boy, is my body angry at me. And I'm angry at my body. So, let's just get right to the movies, because, you know, these solo episodes, I don't like them to be super long, because who can really handle uh, me talking straight for this long? <laughs> Which is, uh, yeah, so that's me. Uh, so anyway, so uh, I actually watched... Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. I saw it uh, the day after it came out. I watched it on Thanksgiving uh, at night by myself in the theater. And no, it wasn't sad. Okay? I went. I had a great time. I restrained myself. And I didn't get popcorn or soda or anything. Okay? I was just there for the pure movie-watching experience. And I think I've talked about on the podcast how much I love popcorn. But I kept it in. You can hear my harrowing popcorn tail on my latest guesting on the how many fingers am I holding up podcast because it was a wild ride when we talked about um uh crazy rich Asians but I'm not crazy rich or Asian so I'm what am I talking about okay so Ralph breaks the internet so uh the first one uh the first record Ralph record Ralph uh it's one of my favorite movies I think I've watched it a number of times um for my 17th birthday friend of the podcast Josh McMaster uh gifted me a giant poster that says Wreck-It Ross. And that's amazing. I'll post, it'll be posted on the Instagram. So it's a big movie that I love. And obviously there were very high expectations that this would be uh, a worthwhile sequel. And what do I think? What does uh, movie-breaking newsman podcaster Ross think? What am I talking about? It's early in the morning, guys. But anyway, I think Ralph Breaks the Internet is, drumroll... Fine. I think it's it was super fine. Um, yeah, like I said, I was really excited. The first one kicked major uh, 80s ass. Uh, but this one, it didn't suck major 80s ass. But um, this, and I'm going to keep bringing it up, this veers, it veers way too hard into the Emoji movie and their territory. So I'm going to be beckoning them a lot. So uh, I think the main reason that obviously I'm comparing these two and that critics and audiences alike have been comparing the two is that they're both extremely contemporary. Like I will say, I do not remember um, if, I don't think Ralph Briggs the Internet really mentions emojis, but they do have these weird bitmoji type characters for all of the internet users. It's kind of like, you know, you upload a version of yourself to the internet and so they're just kind of going around and around and around. And if you were to watch the trailer for Ralph Breaks the Internet and f- try to figure out what it's about, you'd be wrong. Um, this movie is not so much 
just like, oh, a romp through what the internet is. And it's not even what a lot of people were thinking that it might be, a, a kind of like a cautionary tale about the internet and kind of presenting yourself and kind of cyberbullying, even though I read reviews that it was about that, but I did not really get that vibe at all. For me, uh, it's just kind of, it was a little bit lost of a movie. I like the intent of it. It's it's kind of about, so uh, our pal, Wreck-It Ralph, and our other pal, Vanellope Von Schweetz, uh, they go into the internet because uh, uh, Sugar Rush breaks the, and they need to get a new part and it's so expensive because the owner of the, you know, the guy owns an arcade and nobody makes money on an arcade. Sorry, Dave and Buster. But uh, so they decide, okay, we're going to go in the internet. We're going to go to eBay, which they mention a lot. And I, I I didn't know that eBay was still relevant. I know that's a mean thing to say, but I don't know anybody that goes on eBay still, especially in the old way that it's like an auction site. I thought they kind of moved away from that. So they go to get a new part for the Sugar Rush game and they need to raise money. They need to get money fast because Ralph and Vanellope don't understand what eBay is because they are relics of the 80s or 90s. I, like, Ralph is from the 80s. I don't know when Vanellope Von Schweetz is from. And I hate saying her name. I'm sorry. I love you, Sarah. Come on the podcast. Um, so, yeah, so they go on a wild goose chase to raise money quickly. And so they go to Bill Hader, who's like a virus, basically. And it's just like a scummy website where you go and grab stuff from video games and people will pay money for it. Kind of like so there. So there's this whole thing with like a, an online racing game. And then Ralph needs to make money by going viral. And so he makes all these weird, super contemporary references. Like he does the floss. He does a makeup tutorial. And I don't understand. So, and and the whole thing is that he does go viral and everybody goes crazy for it. Because it's like a nostalgia thing. But I don't understand who would watch. That's like if, if like Dr. Robotnik started making a bunch of videos online, like kind of Dr. Robotnik was vlogging. And there's like that Barbie vlog that apparently is very good. That's fake, but I, I don't, I, it's not going viral. Nothing goes viral anymore. They didn't show Wreck-It Ralph getting hit in the nuts, which was definitely a missed opportunity for that. So, and, and I bet you're listening to this description of the movie and you're like, okay, well, where, what happens? And this is so much of the movie, and then it really turns into a different place because Ralph uh, unleashes a, a virus from the dark web into this online racing game so Vanellope will want to leave it and come back to her game because they got the money to get the steering wheel. And, and like, that's the movie. And then she hates him, and then uh, Ralph is, like, really upset, and he feels needy, and then a virus... Uh, exploits that, and the virus exploits that, and then he gets copied millions and millions of times until the internet is overrun by, like, this Ralph virus, and this is the movie, and it's, God, this, this was crazy, I also hated this part, because they kind of, all of these millions of Ralphs kind of combine and become, like, a mecha Ralph, and that made me cringe and shudder, and I kept looking away from the screen, because you just see, like, a bunch of little moving Ralphs, Go, I don't know what that noise is. It, going together to be like one giant Ralph. And it was disgusting. 
and 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 then the movie kind of ends like they kind of forgive each other they realize that like oh ralph has to evolve and kind of let go of vanellope which is very sweet it's then it becomes kind of a story about how uh ralph learns that he has to kind of uh even though he loves his best friend he has to let go of her and let her live but that doesn't mean that they're not friends anymore because they still video chat and stuff which bully for them i guess uh so that's the long and short of the emoji movie and i think i spent a better part of five and a half minutes trying to go through that so that's the movie i thought it was fine and i'm gonna say this the emoji movie did something better than ralph breaks the internet okay i think that they did instagram they showed instagram in the emoji movie a lot better than they did in ralph breaks the internet ralph breaks the internet just did that thing where it's like it's an art gallery get it and that was whatever. But I said in our Emoji Movie episode, nearly 30 episodes ago now, that they did it better. It was like this weird moment frozen in time, and it's like this beautiful scape of walking through a frozen Paris. That was better. Good on you, Sony, for just that. And, I mean, I think any problem with a movie about the internet is that they spent a lot of time especially in Ralph Breaks the Internet, doing gags about different websites or different very clear parodies. Like, the YouTube parody was called BuzzTube, which was weird because they you could see YouTube in the background at some point, like them flying past it. And instead of, there was a Google gag, there were several Google gags, and I think there was a Yahoo gag too, but the main search engine guy was like called like know-how or something like that and i think it's weird because if they had if they had done more of these approximations and less of like oh it's cuz ebay is such is so central to the plot that it feels weird that it's a real company and then these th- several other uh websites and games and stuff they made them up for the movie i guess cuz they couldn't get the rights or whatever but it's it's just weird because now this movie will age terribly i think with wreck it ralph the original a lot of the main plot most of the main characters were uh either made up they were kind of amalgamations of other video games and occasionally there'd be like a cameo from uh like zangief he's he shows up in this again we're all happy to see our main man zangief and they talk about um cubert but the plot doesn't hinge on all of these properties and maybe who knows like I think it's hard to tell right now maybe in 20 years who knows what websites will exist still who knows what the internet will be in 20 years and maybe it'll we'll look at Ralph Breaks the Internet in a similar way to how we see Wreck-It Ralph that it's a lot of these things that we remember or might be slightly familiar with if you kind of grew up in that time period or you know, they are parading very notable brands, or it'll just be like, what are they even talking about in this movie? I mean, I feel like uh, the Emoji movie will be like that, because nobody's, who knows what Dropbox will be like in 20 years, but that's going to be bad. Uh, So that's, uh, that's roughly what I think about Ralph Breaks the Internet. So definitely uh, tweet, tweet at us at KidFlixPod, or leave us uh, an email, a Facebook message, and tell us what you think of it. If you saw it, if you didn't see it, guys, don't talk to me. No, go see it. It's it was cute, but definitely didn't really hit me as hard, uh, and it didn't really feel as nice as uh, uh, Ralph Wreck-It Ralph was. Also, like 
Ralph wrecks the internet. I it was like it was barely a joke in the movie that they like in the trailer they were like, but break the internet, it's a thing, and I think she that is a line at some point, but like they could have said like you wrecked the internet or something like that. I don't know why it was weird. So yeah, that was that, and let's briefly talk about Bolt. I saw it. Um, I was over. Um, uh, I I was on a date, you guys. Okay. I ate a chicken cheesesteak and watched Bolt with a very nice fella, okay? So there, I'm putting it out there. So if he's if he listens to this, he, he can go woohoo and shoot me a text. Um, but yeah, Bolt was fine. I think I put it on my Netflix list a while ago because I thought, oh, that'd be nice to watch and I've heard good things. It was fine. It's kind of like uh, how I had never seen Tangled and I'd heard so much about it. And then when I watched it, it was it was it was a good time, I guess but nothing too spectacular. And that's what I think about this. So lay off me. No, um, I'll say uh, John Travolta voices Bolt, and he uses the exact same voice that he would later use in American Crime Story as Robert Shapiro. He's like, you know, I am a notable dog, and I have superpowers. I think that's what he sounded like in American Crime Story. I haven't watched it in a while. Um, And then uh, it's a weird, just like, Ralph Breaks the Internet, this has, like, a weird snapshot in time because, you know, they always grab very notable voices and people that are in the zeitgeist to voice these animated characters. And two people that stood out to me were Susie Essman from Curb Your Enthusiasm, among a bunch of other stuff. Because I don't know why, but when I think of people that are in or have been chosen to voice animated characters, I feel like Susie Essman, she's great, but I'm just like, oh, if you were going to choose a Curb person... Like, I don't think Larry David has ever voiced an animated character. Jeff Garland has done a couple for Pixar, but uh, she has a an interesting voice that I don't know if uh, it really... I kind of kept drawing myself out of the movie because I was like, oh yeah, it's Susie Essman. Also, I'm sorry that I swallowed really loudly on mic. That was kind of gross. Uh, I'm sorry. I love you. Um, and then second of all, Nick Swardson's in it. He plays a pigeon. And I was like, oh man, I hope Nick Swardson is okay. Uh, and that's my review, <laughs> that's literally my review of Bolt, review of Bolt, I thought it was cute, um, it gets weirdly melancholy at the end, because, spoiler, there's, like, a giant fire, and Miley Cyrus almost dies, and a dog nearly dies, too, um, and it's a weird, like, it's also, it has weird jokes about Hollywood, and ki- if you're producing kids media, stop making jokes about Hollywood, it didn't work, uh, in Superstar Limo, the worst Disneyland attraction of all time. It didn't work in anything. No kid gets or cares about Hollywood jokes. Even as a kid, I was like, I understand it, and I feel like I'm an insider for knowing this stuff, but who the fuck cares? And I'm sorry for cursing, but I said we're not a podcast for kids, so turn this off. Um, so that's really it uh, for today. I am, again, uh, sorry for the delay, but we will be back with a uh, a new episode next week, and next week, this is big, uh, we are going to be having uh, a special month of holiday-themed movies. Now, I'm still working on booking one guest, so if there is a holiday movie that you really think that we should be covering, tweet at us and let us know, because uh, I have a couple, uh, one or two Jewish movies, of course. I have uh, definitely... Uh, some Christmas movies, but I mean, who knows? Maybe there is a piece of children's media that I have not seen or heard of for the holidays because of being a Jewish guy living in 
uh, Philadelphia. And who knows, maybe there are things that I'm missing and I would love to be informed about them. So please uh, let us know because I would love to highlight things that would not be on my radar for who I am. And I'd love to get some guests that could help me out with that. So definitely leave those suggestions uh, in uh, wherever you uh, Facebook and internet. So that is all for today, okay? We will hear you next week, and go, go, Gadget, and show.